Hello and welcome to the Pottervision podcast, the podcast where every week myself and Tom, the Pottervision boys, look at a chapter from uh, starting with the Philosopher's Stone. This week we are looking at chapter two, The Vanishing Glass. Tom, how are you? I'm good, good, yeah, I'm good. I've, uh, I've, uh, I've had a good week. I'm probably not to nothing. What have you been up to? I've been. Uh, myself. How are you? I'm good. First of all, yeah. Very you good. look well. Thank you very much. I'm on a weight loss regime at the minute. Yeah. Uh, I'm six weeks into it, and uh, I've lost about one and a half stone. Congratulations! You look fantastic. Thank you very much. You if look, only this was visual. You look prettier and younger than ever. Do I? Yeah. Well, you didn't see me as a baby, but I've seen pictures, and I'd say you look as pretty as you were when you were a baby. Thank you very, very much. That's really boosted my confidence and uh, that's going to motivate me going forward. To Perhaps the, that uh, could be a good nickname for you, Pretty Baby. Pretty Baby. I think so. Yeah, see how it get, uh, catches on. See what the listeners think. Message in uh, Pretty Baby if you think uh, we should keep the nickname. Or just uh, at Lucas, you're a pretty baby. Yeah. yeah. Why not? We'll do that. That's true. Myself, on the other hand, it's been a slow week. <laughs> it's been a slow week. Not much to do because of the old virus, but uh, we played Uno last night. Oh, yeah. When was the last time we played Uno? Uh, do you know what? I've played it surprisingly uh, quite a lot in the past like, six months. Have you? Have you got that Uno, uh, Uno where you get to slip in your own rule? No. Have you not? Yeah, we've got this Uno and on the, you know, the, uh, the multicoloured card. Yeah. It's blank, and you get to write what your own rule is. Okay. So we've been doing stuff like flash your bum, give me, <laughs> give me a kiss. Yeah, hey, that's good. Yeah, stuff like that. And who you've been playing that with? My grandfather. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> there we go. You heard it here first. <laughs> good. Yeah, big, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's always been good. Um, but yeah, right. The vanishing glass. Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it, yeah. It was it was good. It was good. Not as much happened in this one as in the first chapter, but I feel like we're getting closer to figuring out what's what's going to be happening for the rest of the book. Not as much detail. Do you want to give us a rundown of what happened? Yes. So, the vanishing glass. Ten years have passed since mm-hmm. they left baby Harry on the doorstep. But looking at the photographs around the house, you'd have no idea he lives there. In fact, he's living in the cupboard under the stairs. Dudley is about the same age as Harry, and it happens to be his birthday today. Woohoo! And he's very annoyed. He's a bit of a brat. He's annoyed that he's mm-hmm. only got 36 presents instead of the 38 that he got last year. Mm. Now, normally, every birthday, while Dudley goes off to the cinema or wherever, Harry has to be babysat by Mrs. Fig, some mm. old woman who stinks of cabbage. Mm-hmm. But this year, she's broken her leg. She can't babysit. And lucky boy Harry gets to go on the birthday trip, which this year is to the zoo. (laughs) Now, you know, he's about to go to the zoo. Uncle Vernon warns him, Harry, no funny business. (laughs) Because things have been going a bit weird on on occasion. (laughs) You know, uh, Amp Junior shaved his hair off, grew back. (laughs) The next day, uh, he shrunk a jumper and somehow ended up on the school roof. (laughs) But... All things start off going quite normally at the zoo. It's yeah. a normal day, nothing going wrong, until Harry starts having a chat with a boa constrictor from Brazi- he Brazil. Did. He, he did. Didn't. Yeah, he starts having a chat with this boa constrictor. Next minute, Dudley and his horrible friend push him out of the way, lean on the glass, but the glass disappears. Mm-hmm. I was going to say he falls in, but that doesn't happen in the book. The boa constrictor yeah. escapes, causes loads of havoc... And Uncle Vernon blames Harry and he gets punished. Mm. But it couldn't have been him, could it? Seems could unjust. It? Yeah. Could Harry really have caused... If I'd have, if I'd have read that chapter on its own, yeah. like, without knowing anything about Harry Potter, yeah. I'd have thought, that Uncle Vernon's got a personality disorder. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you know, because, like, a glass disappeared, you blame a little boy. All this blaming and stuff. Yeah. I'd be like... Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Because he couldn't really... Could Harry have caused the vanishing glass? Yes. Yes, he could, and <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. But if you didn't... If you... Uh, I suppose, yeah. Uncle Vernon doesn't know he's a wizard, so he is right in blaming him. Yeah. Yeah. So, first off, uh, this is the first introduction of Harry we've had, of them, you know, walking around and talking. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of Harry? 
We don't really know much about his personality, I don't think. Oh, you reckon? Do you, do you, what do you think? I, I'm, what I like about Harry in the first chapter is how much he, um, his, his spirit, you can't squash his spirit. Mm-hmm. He's had ten years, is it ten years? Yeah. Ten years of the Dursleys where constant bullying, you know, being beaten up by uh, Dudley yeah. and being trashed around at school, <laughs> squashed him under the stairs and stuff. But he's still, he's having little sly winks at Dudley and stuff and he's always like running away. He doesn't just give up, he's still, he's always fighting back. Yeah. And he's got, and he's, he's always giving like um, the little sly digs at Dudley. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I was going to talk about this because there is a lot of... Uh, Anti-Dudley. Yeah, anti-Dudley. <laughs> and also, like, fat-shaming <laughs> Dudley. There's no, like, I would say they focus more on Dudley's weight than his personality. <laughs> they do, yes. Because they describe him as a, a pig with a wig. Yeah. Also, that's, that's how Harry describes him. Yeah. Harry thinks he looks, looks more like... Um, Petunia thinks... He looks like uh, an angel or something. Yeah, it? a baby angel. A baby angel, but Harry thinks he looks like a pig in a wig. Yeah, and Harry also thinks that his friend looks like a rat. <laughs> but yeah, he is very superficial, <laughs> if you look at it like that. Because I th- I, the message I took from the chapter was, basically, don't pick on anyone unless you are beautiful. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you'd be fine, pretty baby. Yeah, you'd be. You could have. You could pick on anyone. But uh, let no. he without spots <laughs> cast the first stone. Yeah, let he with the perfectly length neck. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much neck talk in these first two chapters. I know more about their necks than any anything else. I know. Yeah, Dudley didn't have much neck. Mm, okay, he's a uh, he's baby bear then in in terms of neck in that family. Yeah, not no neck like uh, Vernon, and not all neck like Petunia. Some neck. Some neck. <laughs> but it's not just right, is it? It's not just right. No, you're just right, you got to knock on Harry's door. Yeah, he's got a good neck. Let's have a look at that neck. But he gets bullied a lot. Like, he gets bullied by Dudley and then everybody else. What do you think? So, first chapter, we had um, the Dursleys, you know, hating wizards, didn't yeah. we? We had that chat. But then in this chapter, uh, what do you think of the way they're treating Harry? I think they're very bossy. I think the fact that they keep him in the cupboard under the stairs is not good. Mm-hmm. Or I think the one thing that really bugs me is that they lie about how his parents died, which is a big issue. Yeah, but then they'd have to tell him he's a wizard, wouldn't they? Yeah, that's true. So if you wanted to keep the fact that um, he's not a wizard, if you want to keep the fact that he's a wizard from him and his parents mm. died, how would you say they died? In nice circumstances. I oh, yeah. they died in a car crash. <laughs> so it may be like what, the, Murdered. <laughs> no, it's, I don't know. What's a nice <laughs> way to die in the, in the arms old, of... Old age. Yeah, old age. In the, the arms of, of someone, old age. In the arms of someone you love, are you saying? Yeah. I reckon... Uh, what? Yeah, but how would they... Die? What are you talking about? How would they die, though? Right. There was actually a guy who died um, being motorboated by a woman... <laughs> Right. Really? Yeah, he was, do- you know, when you go, in somebody's uh, breasts. Go like what? In somebody's breasts. Once again. <laughs> in somebody's breasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Motorboating, right? So there's this woman who had big, big, big boobies, mm-hmm. and she was going, oh, yeah. How did he die? Did he break her neck? Break no, it was uh, suffocation. Really? So it, she was going like that, and then he was waving his arms going, oh. For how long? Whoa. I don't know, a few minutes. And she apparently just thought he was enjoying it. And uh, he was suffocating and he died because of that. And the other... But the where, other did you, where did you learn that? This is like from like this second-hand information. But... So you won, you won Petunia when, when Harry can talk. <laughs> so when Harry can talk, when Harry can talk, you won uh, Petunia to go, so how did my mum and dad die? They uh, they got motorboated to death. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Well, what? your mum motorboated your dad, and then, like uh, Romeo and Juliet, she killed herself afterwards, and he came back to life going, no, I was enjoying it, it was nice, but it was too late, she'd already died, so he climbed under her breast and passed away. <laughs> I would love to see that version of Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> the other story that somebody died in... Do you know what being Dutch-ovened is? To be Dutch-ovened. 
Go on for our listeners. So what it is... Some is, of our listeners aren't dirty little boys. That's true. So what this is, is you do a trump under the duvet. You do yeah. a big trump, and then you trap somebody in the duvet. Right. <laughs> so they have to smell the trump. Yeah. But somebody did that to somebody, and they suffocated, <laughs> suffocated to death as well. Because they were Dutch oven to what's death. This, um, what's this duvet made out of? Uh, plastic wrap? Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's appalling. Oh, you suffocated in fabric. Well, I suppose if you got it wrapped round somebody, I think they were, like, smothered as well. Maybe they had a... P- uh, yeah. So, so, that's your alternative. How did my mum and dad die? They farted on each other! <laughs> Look, I'm just spitballing here. I'm just getting, you know, these <laughs> ideas coming. What happy happy ways to die. They uh on a roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> just on the Big Dipper in Blackpool. I used to work on the Big Dipper. I know. That scares mm. me that because Me on the Big Dipper. Not you on the Big Dipper, but the you told me about the safety mechanism that is, like, manual. Yeah, it's manual brakes. It's a lad like me, or not as clever as me, Yeah. Uh, holding brakes, and, like, when the train is incoming, yeah. they have to, like, you know, gr- pull these big levers to stop it. Yeah. Um, once, um, on the Big Dipper, uh, some of the lads who were working with, they thought that the Big Dipper wasn't going fast enough. So they got a load of oil and they poured it all around the tracks. Yeah, some like black oil. Yeah. And then um and then they didn't think anything of it. They were like, right, job done. I I quit and then like several about several years later, maybe a year later, I decided to look up like reviews from yeah. around, of the Pleasure Beach for around the time that I was there. Yeah. And then the t- one of the reviews said, We're on the big dipper and we got covered in oil. We asked some <laughs> lad like we've been covered in oil and he said it's not his problem. I was like, probably me. <laughs> Wow. I would love to read reviews of places I worked at you years ago. You can. I might have a look. I used to work in a cafe. Yeah. I remember I worked in a cafe. Yeah. Uh, and I remember I got back off my lunch once and this customer goes to me, excuse me, I've been waiting 50 minutes uh, for my order. Yeah. And I went, I was 18. I went, no, I wasn't even 18. I must have been 16. I went, well, it's not my fault. I've only just got here. <laughs> And what did they say to that? She went, well, that's that's not an excuse. Like, um, well, isn't it funny? Like, because <laughs> I couldn't imagine that, like, responding like that. Now, if you're in a cafe and someone said that, if someone said, excuse me, I've been waiting, I go, oh, just a moment, I'll go check on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you won't go, it's not my fault, I'm not cooking it. <laughs> you just have a different attitude at that age. But I remember when people complain, when you work there, you're always like the cook, like, why have they complained about that? You always like think the customers being like yeah, being mad, being mad, complaining about something. But there was one time when I was working in this cafe and a customer found a slug on the salad, right? Which is horrendous, isn't it? To yeah. find a slug on your salad. Wasn't a caper or anything? No, no, sardine. <laughs> it was a slug, and they said they come to me. They go, "Excuse me, uh, I'm really sorry. There's a slug on the salad." Could I? They said, "I'm sorry." Well, yeah, they just said, I'm sorry to complain, but there's a slug on the salad. So why have you put that there? <laughs> Could I please have it, have a new one? And I went, all right. So I took it back and I went, ah, sorry, the, to the kitchen. Sorry they've complained about a slug in the salad, right? And the people working there were like, oh, it's tiny. How, how are we supposed to notice that slug? <laughs> it was like, well... We should have watched it. But it was just like the, the kind of horror that someone would have complained oh. that it was a massive slug. Oh! <laughs> these people! Oh, the, you, these people! Oh. oh, silver spoon in the mouth. <laughs> Complaining about a, a, a tiny slug in the salad. What, what's a slug going to do? It's horrible. <laughs> yeah, people complain all the time. Happier death than a car crash. Because it is probably quite horrific thinking about... This is a bit morbid. But it's a bit horrific thinking about someone dying in the car crash. Yeah. Because you imagine, you know... Yeah. And Harry was meant to be in the car as well. Yeah. I don't know what kind of baby seat he was in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He was just in the back, I don't know. What's going on there? A bit too morbid. Well, there's a bit in it where he has a vision about... Carbon uh, carbon monoxide? Yeah, poisoning. maybe. Maybe. But there's a vision where he's, he imagines there being a big flash of green, green lights. Light, yeah. And he's like, that could have been the car crash, but... What, How, is that what is that green light? 
Traffic lights! <laughs> yeah, I thought Figured that. it out. <laughs> Green means go. I've got a question for you. Yeah. So I edited the podcast last week. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, I was listening to it and I was like, mm, you started an interesting story there. I yeah. didn't pick up on it. So you started a story, and I reckon a lot of the listeners will want to hear the end of it as well. Oh, yeah. So you started a story where there's a man parking outside your parents' drive at 2 a.m. Oh, yeah. And then your parents set an alarm to catch him. Yeah. What happened? Well, they did catch him. Did they? Yeah. So they caught this guy, and every night he would park 3 a.m., 2 a.m., mm-hmm. and walk off. And they caught him, and uh, the end of the story is not that interesting. My dad just phoned the police and told the police, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we know about this guy." Yeah. But what we think, it, what we've theorised about this, what we think it was, was that he was maybe like secretly, because it was during the lockdown, he was maybe secretly meeting up with a lover, or a something lover. like that, in the, in married the, woman in the middle of the night, maybe mm. kissing her up the arm. Yeah, up the arm, yeah. yeah. I wondered where that was going. <laughs> Nothing like that happens on my street. Thank you very much. <laughs> going up a cul-de-sac. Uh, I love your parents as well, setting an alarm for two. Well, not stay up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, they're, they're always in bed by about they're, 10 o'clock, very, half 10. Very efficient. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll get those three hours in, get up for the guy parking, <laughs> then back to bed. <laughs> what they do <laughs> well yeah it seems so it seems so like basic sometimes but standing up for yourself yeah. yeah what does Dumbledore say in the first film it takes a man of great courage to stand up to your enemies but it takes even greater courage to stand up to your friends you say that though but you know I, I could tell my friend to shut up but like an enemy or a yeah. stranger I wouldn't dare yeah if I was had my hand on your head right now you'd go stop it yeah, <laughs> whereas if, like, I don't know, I don't really have an enemy, but say, uh, I don't know... J.J. Bill. J.J. Bill, <laughs> random named man, I would, uh, I'd be scared to say something if I didn't know who it was. Yeah. Yeah, very strange. Have you ever stood up for yourself in the cinema if someone's talking? Have you ever go, shh? Um, I think I once threw popcorn at somebody who was talking. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. I think that was when I was a kid. I was just like, shut up. I think that's an episode of Mr Bean. I think you're confusing your childhood. Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> but Harry, in this chapter, he stands up for himself uh, a little bit. Yeah, he so, does. So, um, yeah, he has sly little looks. And uh, he's always like, you know, mag- they, t- uh, they talk about the magical things that happen to him. Oh, yeah. Don't they? Yeah. That he can't explain. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right, this is something that... Right, this interests me. I want to ask you about this. Right. When they go to Hogwarts, Mm -hmm. every spell they do, every piece of magic, you have to... First of all, you have to have a a wand, Mm -hmm. and you have to say a spell. Mm -hmm. So how is Harry, with his mind alone, making his jumper shrink or making his hair grow back? I think the wand concentrates your magic into a point. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like a tap. Yeah. Whereas... When you're a kid, it can just come out in unexpected ways. Right, okay, that's interesting. That's what I think. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's been explained properly. Yeah, yeah. Because it must, like... But then there's a will power to it, isn't it? It's what you think about. Because all the magic he's done has been a result of what he thinks he wants to happen. Maybe it's just his body willing that way, you know, kind of like evolution. Mm. Like the body wants a full head of hair. Yeah. He's like, oh, so it gives him a full head of hair. Mm. Getting out of danger, jumps onto the chimney. Yeah. That one was crackers, that one, it. Yeah. That's mad. Because it's even, because a, a chimney is like five foot, you know, taller than a building sometimes. Yeah. Isn't it? Maybe, maybe six foot or something. Yeah. <laughs> so he jumped the, the height of a building mm. and then the height of a chimney and was sat on there yeah didn't explain how they got him down but yeah but then they said he, <laughs> he did jump <laughs> it was funny because Harry goes the wind must have caught me yeah yeah the, the wind <laughs> but maybe if he's so slight if he's such a thin boy <laughs> a gust of wind could carry you onto the roof that's true but then he doesn't have, like, the air resistance. If he's, like, a, a stick thin, that, that wind's just going to go around him. It's not going to push him up to the uh, the roof of a, a canteen. No. <laughs> no, what else, uh, what else happened to him? His hair grows and he can't get the jumper on his head either. Yeah. yeah. I did, like... There is... Um, 
it's interesting. So the Dudleys, the Dursleys, I always call them the Dudleys. I always call them the Dudleys, even though the name's the Dursleys. I always think of them as the Dudleys. Um, Dudley, Dudley, Dudley Dursley. Um, they are the Dursleys. So they're raising two babies at once. Yeah. Yeah. They're raising Dudley and Harry. Yeah. Right. One on breast milk. <laughs> one, one on, on water. <laughs> yeah, one on just water, yeah. <laughs> God, that was it. But, like, can you imagine that, having a baby, a baby that's not that different from your own and not swaddling it and not, like, hugging it and stuff and not being nice to it? Mm. At what age? God, that must have been confusing. Because that would send you insane, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um... Well, they did an experiment, didn't they, once? Do you remember? They, they did an experiment with two twins where they had two twins and then one of them had, like, a lovely upbringing. Uh, it might have been in China, actually, and then one didn't, and they did, like, an experiment to see... It's this pretty inhumane? How they would develop and uh-huh. how they'd be different. But the idea that they were twins, they would, like, start off genetically the same. What uh, results did they find? Uh, basically, if you're nice to a child... Um, It'll be nice back. They'll be nice back. <laughs> but, yeah. But, as as you know, in my job... Um, well, my role slightly changed, but I used to work with um, uh, children in care, foster uh, children, and, you know, splitting up siblings is, uh, you know, a troublesome uh, thing. Wrong road, isn't it? Yeah, not very good. Going down the wrong road. Uh, what was I going to say? So, it's Dudley's birthday. Yeah. Can I just say... Go on. I love... Petunia's nickname for Dudley, which I've written down, is Dinky Duddy Dums. <laughs> and I think I'm now going to call you... Dinky Duddy Dums. Uh, well, not Dinky Duddy Dums, but Tonky Tommy Tums. Tonky Tommy Tums. That's going to be your nickname. So I can be uh, Pretty Baby, <laughs> and you're going to be Tonky Tommy Tums. Let's see if you remember it. Okay. <laughs> right, yeah, ask me again in about half an hour. Um, yeah, we'll do. Uh, yeah. That's quite cute, isn't it? The Dinky Diddy Dums, was it? Yeah. That sounds like a new Roundtree's sweet, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. A bag of, get, get me a bag of Dinky Duddy Dums, would you? Dinky Duddy Dums. I'm imagining them as, like, tiny, those dummies, those, like, sandfastic dummies, but little ones, I'm Dinky Duddy Dums. I'm thinking of them um, Percy Pigs. Percy Pigs? <laughs> but what do they look like? Dudley. 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 <laughs> Dinky Duddy Dums. <laughs> oh, yeah, would you like a packet of Dinky Duddy Dums? Yeah, I'll stick to the teeth and lips. Who thought of that? Harry's bedroom yes. is full of spiders. Yes. He's used to spiders because yeah. his bedroom is full of them. Yeah. Sounds like he's making no effort to get rid of these spiders. No. And I'm not being funny. He doesn't have that much to do. It's a tiny space, you know. Simple maintenance would get rid of those spiders. What age do you reckon they threw him under there? Day one. Day one, a baby under the stairs. Day dot. With spiders crawling over him. Yeah, where else would he be? He's not going to be in the bedroom with them two. They've got Dudley there, haven't they? Where's well, he going to be? They could have a nursery or something. Yeah, or I don't stairs. know. I just think they don't want him. They're going to... Maybe with a baby monitor. Yeah. Don't know. Baby under there. I know. In the 80s. In the 80s as well. <laughs> the worst time for a baby to be un- covered under the stairs. I was, I was thinking, because this was um, early 90s when yeah. it set. It is interesting because um, the world... I don't think the world is... like People don't see strangers as so suspicious. The no. Dursleys do. Yeah. Because there's quite a few mentions in this chapter... Of people going up to Harry. Yeah. And like, uh, <laughs> there's a bloke in a violet top hat who yeah. bows to him. Yeah. There's a tiny man in a violet top hat who bows to him. Yeah. And I thought to myself, I don't think that'd be that weird. If you were in a shopping centre and a man in a violet top hat bowed to you, yeah. I don't think I'd even tell anyone that happened. You'd just think he does that to everybody. <laughs> you would, wouldn't you? There's a guy in uh, Sandidno called Monkey Man, right? And uh, he dresses up. He has, like, about five different outfits. He has, like, Roman soldier, um, uh, trying to think, like, wizard, stuff like that. And he always has a toy monkey in a pram. Mm -hmm. And all he does is he'll find a spot, he'll park the pram with a monkey in it, and then he'll start dancing. <laughs> and he doesn't collect any money. He just dances to this music. And he'll walk around with the pram and it'll have, like, uh, music playing out of it. And he's mental. But that, I think that's weirder than anything that's in Harry Potter. 
but he's called Monkey Man, and he's got his own Facebook page. And there was a massive like moment in Clandindo's history when he got married to Monkey Woman, and he found a wife, and it was the most attended marriage in Clandindo. Uh, and now she dresses up like him, and they go together with the monkey in the pram, and they dance. Oh my god! And it's insane. Oh my god! If uh, yeah, that's a nice nickname, Monkey Man. Yeah, Monkey Man. I'd prefer Monkey Man to Dinky. D- oh, Monkey Man's taken, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. If you be th- Monkey Boy. If you think, of, if you think of the world of Harry Potter, if yeah. the Dursleys had taken Harry to Clandestine, mm-hmm. yeah, and they'd seen Monkey Man, Uncle Vernon would be leaning into Harry, going, "Knock it off!" Yeah. <laughs> Stop it! He just like, anything what? out of the ordinary. Yeah, he just blame. What other things would like Vernon blame Harry for? You can't even with Vernon. You can't even um, uh, have an imagination around him. Oh, I had a dream the other night about a flying motorcycle. Motorcycles don't fly. <laughs> you can't tell me about your dreams. Oh, I was having a dream last night. I was um, I was being eaten by a giant pillow. Pillows don't eat people. <laughs> I know it's a dream. It's a dream, Vernon. <laughs> But they don't want him. They don't even like him watching TV or anything yeah. that has stuff out of the ordinary. <laughs> so he's going to be like just like the news or I don't know the most boring soap. Because <laughs> <laughs> watching EastEnders, Ian Beale would never marry more than five people in his life. <laughs> he's watching EastEnders here. <laughs> Cat Slater is not Moe's mother. <laughs> We saw Dirty Den fall in the river. He can't be back 20 years later. Turn it up! He's not believing these storylines. He's dead. We went to the funeral. (laughs) Nobody shot Phil. Phil isn't that hard. (laughs) Grant maybe, but Phil... Yeah, Grant maybe. Phil Mitchell. Phil goes dogging. Phil Mitchell is now about, he must be about 60 years old, this actor, and he still gets into these fights on his tenders, and he's like, how is he beating up this 20-year-old kid when he's this just fat pensioner? I don't know, There's a lot of people, could you beat up your dad? Yeah, definitely. You think so? Yeah, 100%. Really? Yeah, I'd need a weapon. Not allowed. All right, maybe not then. Do you think if you arm wrestled your dad, you'd win? I don't know, it could be close. I think I've got, I've got the agility... I've got the guile yeah. and uh, dirty tactics. I don't have any sentiments about it. <laughs> about your own father? <laughs> well, you could, you could beat your dad up, I reckon. No chance. No. Not a chance. You, your dad would beat you up. Oh, my God, that man's got a grip like a vice. Yeah. If he grabs you, you're not getting away. Yeah. Cover yourself in oil. It's, slip out. It's, no, you, no, it's like a man bending metal. Like, when he grabs you, he can wrap you up in your own arms. Yeah. Bend you like a pretzel. Wow. Yeah, he's, he's terrifying. Don't ever, don't get, ever get too close to him, he'll grab you. No, I don't anyway, but <laughs> now I've got more reason um, to. How do we get onto that? Mental. It was about Vernon being mad. Oh, yeah. about Phil Mitchell, what else can we? he blame people for? <laughs> street performers. Yeah, street performers. That yeah. man in a... Oh, that, um, there's a bloke who dances in Manchester Town Centre. There's a bloke who's... Um, Whose knees pointed the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, and he played a penny whistle. <laughs> Vernon blaming Harry for that. <laughs> Bend him back! <laughs> <laughs> or the one where, like, you know, they look like they're levitating, but then there's, like, yeah. a massive, heavily, heavy box yeah, under the cloak. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be doing it! This is you! That is a man in a mask. It is not Yoda. I know. (laughs) But imagine being one of those people where, like, they're usually like someone who's come from another country to, like, do this this act of pretending to levitate. And you just stood there waiting for money to be dropped in your jar. And this this man with a ten-year-old kid just comes and goes, Stop it! Stop it! (laughs) Pointing at this bloke. Or, like, uh, you get people dressed up as, like... I don't know, different animated characters. Yeah. And Vernon going up to him. Mickey Mouse and the Minions do not exist in the same universe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't have a picture with them together. It doesn't make sense. What's Batman doing with Spider-Man? <laughs> Comb your hair. Um, Can I tell you something? Go on. I think the Dursleys are underutilising Mrs Fig. 
I think if there's an old woman three doors down... Two streets over. Two streets over, mm-hmm. uh, you know, is willing to babysit Harry, don't make it once a year. I'd have him round there every week, after school for a couple of hours. I, I would overuse... Because they, they only have her babysit him when it's Dudley's birthday. However, with Harry, mm. they want to keep him contained as possible because they yeah. don't want to know... Cause they're constantly afraid he's going to blow the house up. That's true. They genuinely think he will because he's always doing crazy things. Like yeah. Class <laughs> drinking a jumper. And, and honestly, if you read the old books, he is always tormenting them. Yeah, that's Driving true. them crazy. They're right to be worried. Yeah. The other thing is, is that we, I don't know if you know this, but Mrs. Fig is a witch, which we find out later in the books. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, she's got all these cats, her house smells of cabbage. I don't know why that says she's a witch. But uh, I, I'm assuming they don't know that because they wouldn't willingly put him in a house of a witch, would they? No. Somebody who does magic. No, no, no. But what... Do you think she's had any sneaky... Do you think she knows who he is, I reckon? I think she knows who he is. All the wizards in the world know who he is, especially because he's called Harry Potter. They didn't change his name or anything. That's true. Um, they could have changed his name. But they didn't think it was relevant because they didn't know he was famous, did they? But they've had the letter, haven't they? Maybe they didn't take it seriously. Mm. But uh, I think Mrs. Fig's gone, oh, I guess the Dursleys haven't... The Dursleys haven't told him that he's a wizard. It's not my place to mm. say anything. Mm. But would you sneak and in then, any information? Would you try and, like... I, I think groom him is the wrong word. But you, would you, like, groom him up to be a wizard <laughs> a little bit? I think she was trying to with the cats. Yeah, look, look, these are my cats. I don't care. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> that wouldn't be on the open day, would it? You know, like the open day of Hogwarts. Like, do you want to see spells? No, no, you could have a cat or an owl or a toad. I think kids might like looking at pictures of cats. Yeah, that's true. I like cats. Mm. But Harry's not interested. But then I suppose if you've seen the cats, you've seen the cats. That's true. Mm. Um, so Dudley comes downstairs, it's his birthday. Yeah. Ha- and then, uh, I don't know if he, it's not exactly like it is in the film. It's quite similar to how it is in the film. Uh, where is that? How many are there? Yeah. 36. Counted, Counted them myself. He, uh, but he counts them himself in the uh, book. Yeah, yeah, Dudley does, yeah. I've got a question. Dudley can count up to 36, <laughs> but he cannot add two. <laughs> you know, I feel like at 11 years old, that is a, a big gap in his learning because he really struggles to go from 37 to 39. I know. So he's got his ones, he's got his one times table. And he had, he, yeah, he got one up, so... No, no, there's one here from Auntie Marge. 37, then. Yeah, we're going to buy you two more. Honestly... <laughs> Ten right, I tutor math sometimes. Give me ten minutes with him and I can fix that problem. Yeah. All you have to do because you can count up to one. So when you add two, you just do one twice. That's all you have to do. So instead of going thirty seven trying to make that jump, you do thirty seven in your head thirty eight. Speak out loud thirty nine and you've done it. <laughs> what do you reckon? That'll be £30 for the session, please. <laughs> he is not going to be doing well in his sats. No. Uh, that, is, that is a big gap in knowledge. Um, what we'll do, Dudley, we'll go out and we'll buy you two more presents. Um, and then uh, the rewarding bad behaviour. They are, 100%. And Vernon does that. He reinforces negative behaviour. Yeah. He, go, he calls him a tyke again and he goes, oh, he just wants to get his money's worth. His money's worth? <laughs> He's getting these for free, these gifts. He's just like his father. <laughs> Imagine Vernon's birthday. How many are there? 105? 105? Last year I had 102. <laughs> you know. <laughs> also, Dudley can't add two, but he can remember a number from 12 months ago. He remembers that last year he got 37. <laughs> 37 as well yeah um crazy it's funny and i'm not saying the 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 dursleys are bad parents yeah i'm beginning to think they might be (laughs) yeah Yeah. starting to happen in it keeping him under the stairs all that kind of stuff it's not and and i think it's their attitude towards him you know petunia's very bossy get up also what a you know the control they have over harry it became instantly known to me when Petunia already started frying the bacon 
before waking him up. <laughs> that is a narrow window of opportunity where you're like, right, I'm already going to put the bacon on. He needs to be up and at that pan checking on it before it burns. That bacon's got about three minutes before it starts going crispy. He's got to be up. Would you trust a 10-year-old to cook your breakfast? No, I wouldn't. Not at all. But they've got him trained up, I reckon. When have they started him doing that? Seven, eight. No, they've got him cooking bacon and eggs yeah. for a family of four. Yeah. And two of them people, as the author points out, are very fat. Yeah. So how much eggs and bacon are they cooking? At li- minimum, 14 rashers. How many eggs? At least two each. I think, yeah, that's... Maybe I'm thinking twelve eggs this cooking. Yeah, I reckon so. I can't. I can imagine Vernon and Dudley having four each. Yeah, Petunia's quite thin. Maybe two. One, two. Harry one. Harry one or two. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever's left. Yeah, the bad one. Eggs. You know the one where the yolk doesn't stay intact. Ugh. He's getting that one. And the white curls round. Uh, like a crescent moon. Yeah, and the end of it just looks like a <laughs> carrier bag. On the outside of it. That's the one he's getting. Oh, Harry, no one needs a little. Not terrible, terrible. Egg. Harry starts eating his eating bacon egg really quick because he feels like Dudley's going to flip over the table. Flip the table over. Have you ever flipped a table? Never. Have you ever flipped a Monopoly board? No. Have you? Probably. Probably. <laughs> yeah. You're betting on yourself that you have. I think there's a good chance I have. Despite having no memory of it. A Monopoly, a 10-hour game, and it gets stressful. It's a nightmare, isn't it? Yeah. Nightmare. Right, and then uh, his friend comes round, doesn't he? Yeah, Piers Polkis, mm-hmm. a scrawny boy with a face like a rat. He comes round. He doesn't really do that much, but... No. Harry uh, Dudley stops whinging when he gets there. He's like, oh, I don't, really wanna... I don't want my mate to see me crying, so he stops. And then they reluctantly take Harry to the zoo. Yeah, they try and think of everything, don't they? <laughs> they proper have a board meeting in front of him where they're like, right, how are we going to get rid of this kid for a couple of hours? No, she's on holiday. No, she hates him. Yeah, he's not sitting in the car. It's a new car. <laughs> he's going to have to come to the zoo. Not sitting in the car. He'll wet himself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, God. Right, so they got there. Um, yeah. And they're walking around the zoo. Yeah. Can I just tell you, I think Harry gets a very good deal out of uh, the ice cream lady. Because Dudley and Piers get a big chocolate ice cream. Me, not a fan of chocolate ice cream. Harry gets a cheap lemon ice lolly. I'd so, love that. <laughs> I'd love that. Or a lager lime. It's not going to be too much, is it? If you get that nice, yeah, I don't know. He gets that and half a Knickerbocker Glory. Yeah, I know. Because Dudley's had two. Do you think they changed it for the American version of the book? Imagine reading that. He's Knickerbocker Glory. You'd be like, what? 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 What they've changed it to? Um, key Lime Pie. <laughs> it's like E.T. They changed E.T. Rocky Road. You know E.T., the bit where there's uh, Skittles leading to the fridge? Yeah. Well, in a, the original version, it's Reese's Pieces. They changed it in the UK? But they changed it for the UK because we didn't know what they were. Look at that planning. Do yeah. you think that'd be so far-fetched for people to see bits of chocolate on the floor? Yeah. Yeah, imagine... <laughs> what? Mum, what is this? What, what are those pieces of chocolate on the... I don't recognise the brand. What are those candy, candy-coated candy pieces of chocolate? <laughs> Turn it off, I don't want to watch it. Um, to ruin the mood, I think it might be um, product placement. Oh, yeah. Reese's had the contract in America. Yeah. Nestle had the contract yeah. in Europe. Sorry. End of discussion. <laughs> um. <laughs> Can I tell you something that made me laugh when I was reading this book? Yeah. This chapter. They go to the reptile house. Yeah. He goes to the snake enclosure. Right. Uh-huh. The snake's not doing anything. They go off. Harry stays looking at the snake. Now, it says the snake... Winks at Harry. Yeah. Right. I've got this. And then Harry winks back. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm not being funny, but reptiles wink all the time. <laughs> they close one eye and open <laughs> an eye. So Harry, as a boy, is seeing a snake do a normal wingy behaviour. And then on his own, he's just going, hey, hey, <laughs> wink back. What I love is that it says, um, the snake winks at Harry. 
Harry looks around to make sure no one's looking and then winks back. Like, the threat of someone go, do you just wink at that snake? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Excuse me. Is that your nephew winking at a snake? He's what? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, wow. Excuse me, is that your nephew? Yeah. Make him move! Move! <laughs> move! We've watched that film oh. too many times. <laughs> There's not even at our show that bit. But this snake is move. such... This snake is such a, uh, a... He's got such human characteristics because he looks to Vernon and Dudley and then raises his eyebrows like, ooh, what are they like? Ooh, get that all the time. What's funny is um, my perception of this snake compared to the snakes in the wisdom world... Yeah. Is that <laughs> this snake is a weirdo? Yeah, like, I, I think all the snakes that you see in future books and films and stuff are like <laughs> they're like I don't know, just a bit normal. Yeah, like they're like just a bit serious. Whereas this one's like oh, a bit comedy. Yeah, and like he's never been to Brazil. He was raised in captivity, but he speaks Portuguese a little bit. He says amigo, yeah. and I thought I read that. He goes thanks. He goes, I'm off to Brazil. I know, Brazil, here I come. Thanks, amigo. Yeah. Who's, who's taught him, amigo? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bred in captivity. But maybe he is How a he... bit mad because he's stuck in a cage. How, yeah, how's he getting to Brazil? <laughs> he just <laughs> slithers to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to declare? Nope. <laughs> I have nothing to, <laughs> to declare but my brilliance. <laughs> As long as he takes less than 100 millilitres of venom on the plane, he'll be all right. <laughs> I love that the snake thinks, well, the glass is gone. That was the only thing keeping me in this zoo. <laughs> and then it slithers away. Let's go. Wow. Thanks, amigo. How far do you reckon he gets to Brazil? Do you reckon he goes all the way? or, or do you reckon I don't think he makes it past the... Uh... The zoo the, gates. The, the door of the reptile enclosure. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> I think true. I think I think a keeper just grabs him and puts him back. Yeah. Back in just there. With a litter picker. There's the glass. The wow. And then they get the car ride home. Yeah. Where what's he called? Piers Polkis. Piers goes, uh Piers goes. What does he say? He goes, oh, you... <laughs> it tried... It wrapped... The snake was nowhere near anyone. It wrapped itself round me. It bit me. Harry was talking to it. You... <laughs> talking to a snake. <laughs> Do you know what I was wearing, like? I saw you winking at that snake. Oh! Eh? Eh? <laughs> we've got Piers Polkis. We've got Dudley Dursley. And as we go through the books, JK loves... Uh, alliteration. Alliteration with names. Minerva McGonagall. More. Not, Severus it, Snape. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah, I like it. If you could talk to any animal, what animal would you choose? Um, I reckon, like... Oh, I don't know. Maybe a cat. Because I talk to cats anyway. It'd be quite nice to know what, what yeah. they say. But I think people who talk to animals, you know, like sad, cats and stuff. Sad and pathetic. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Weirdo losers. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Kiss their animals as well on the lips with their yeah. tongues. Yeah, what's that all about? I was at, I went on a camping trip, right? Yeah. And at the campsite, there was a, a tap for drinking water. Oh, yeah. I remember thinking, oh, I'll replenish my water bottle later on at that tap. Yeah. There was a German camper, uh, maybe he wasn't German, but he was from Europe and he was white. <laughs> Yeah, it's <laughs> be he sounded Germanic. Yeah, so, um, and uh, maybe it wasn't German, but they had a big fluffy dog. Like honestly, how tall is that? Three foot. Yeah, three and a half foot. Yeah, big, white, fluffy. Yeah, happy dog. Yeah, yeah. Takes the dog for a walk. Dog has a poo. He takes the dog to the tap, and yeah. the man with his bare fingers washes the dog's anus. <laughs> To make sure, yeah, no, uh, worms. no, 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 poo sticks to the dog's yeah. white fur. Yeah, like, but he just washes it away with his hand. And I thought, oh, I'm not using that tap now. I'm not using dog poo tap. Yeah, wow. Because even if the water isn't like, well, I'm thinking, which hand did he turn the tap off with? Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, the amount of people I saw with their lips around that tap afterwards. Oh really? Yeah, getting a bit of water. Oh, yeah. this is horrible. I know. Don't like listening to dog this owners, story. Dog owners are odd. Disgusting. People treat animals 
better than they treat themselves sometimes. I agree. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, people, you have to walk a dog three times a day. You have to feed. I've not brushed my teeth in three weeks. Why am I going to be walking a dog? <laughs> yeah, come on, have your water. <laughs> oh, I've got a headache. Have you had a drink today? No. <laughs> well, that dog has. <laughs> Look how happy he is. Anyway, these are my last words. <laughs> Maybe that's how the potters died. Yeah. You could have said that. They, uh, they cared for their animals a bit more than they cared for themselves. Yeah. How did they die? Starvation. Self-neglect. Self-neglect. They're like one of those um, businessmen who work themselves too hard. Yeah. And then just all of a sudden... Keel over. Keel over and die. Wow. Um, but I was going to say, people who talk to their cats or dogs, I don't think they'd like an answer. You know, when they're going, ooh, look at you, ooh, you're very lovely, aren't you? What have you been doing today? Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? I'm a good boy. Shut up! I'm talking to you. Ooh, Shut come up! Here, you. Come here. Look, lie down, stand up. Where's your willy? Ring the bell. <laughs> Spray! <laughs> Wash your bum. So, yeah, and then uh, I suppose that was the end of the, the chapter, really. Yeah. Um, you know, and it just says he, he's kind of having these dreams about... He, he has dreams about the motorbike and Hagrid delivering him, and he has dreams about the the death yeah. of his parents, but he obviously can't make sense of them. I've got some, um, yeah. What, so, Dudley, right? Yeah. It's Dudley as a boy. Yeah. Uh, ten years have passed. Dudley, do you love him or you hate him? Um... There's that he's a he's a nightmare, isn't he? Mm-hmm. I don't like him punching punching people. <laughs> he punches Harry on the nose a lot. <laughs> on the nose. On the nose. That is not just like brotherly banter. <laughs> he's physically every time he's breaking his glasses. And not only that, but his friend Pierce has got his holding he's his, holding arms, his arms behind his back while Dudley What do they think is gonna happen? Is Harry ever gonna actually retaliate? Or are they just worried about... thing is, why does... Because there have only been, according to the chapter, three occasions where Harry's used magic, right? Mm-hmm. Why hasn't he used it when he's being punched in the face? Can I ask that question? To, like, deflect the punch. Yeah. Why isn't he? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe there's only so much uh, your subconscious magic can do. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> but I like him. You like him? I quite like him. What are his, uh, you know, positive qualities? He is a product yes. of his environment, right? Yeah, nurture. <laughs> right, they've made him that way. Yeah. And he is fun-loving. <laughs> He's laughing. If you think about the film, which I take as canon... Yep. When uh, he comes down the stairs and he jumps on, and he jumps on the stairs because he yep. knows Harry's in. He goes, "Wake up, Harry!" Yeah. Bloody hell! Party's beginning. He's happy you go lucky, isn't he? I will agree with you. Dudley's there. up. If you think about him in the film, which I do a lot. Yeah. Um, he's fully dressed, wearing his trousers and his jumper with his shirt sticking out. Yeah. He's looking good. Yeah, birthday boy. <laughs> looking smart. Wake up, Harry! How many are there? And then they're encouraging everything he's doing. Yeah. yeah. And kids will naturally hit each other. That's true. But there's a difference between hitting each other and, like, one-way punching in the nose. Yeah. But I agree. If You know, if he's had every want and every whim, you know, seen to by his parents and bad behaviour encouraged, how is he going to be anything but a nightmare? I think I like knowing about Dudley. Yeah. Like, if so, if you had, if you, if you had a, a relative that was Dudley, like a nephew that was Dudley, right, and you were telling me going, yeah, and he's jumping down the stairs, waking his cousin up, and he's, uh, you know, he's, <laughs> he's punching him, and he's, uh, he, this is how he dresses. I'd be like, that's so funny. I'd be laughing. Yeah. If I had to babysit him, I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like small doses. Ringing his, ringing, ringing his mum up going, he's eating me out of house and home here. Yeah. <laughs> he's punched me in the nose. <laughs> <laughs> he's tipped over the kitchen table. Come get him. Have your impressions of the Dursleys changed from the first chapter? They have, actually. The, the first chapter, we didn't... You know, they were a bit prissy, they were a bit kind of snooty, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But now we're actually seeing a bit of... It is, it would be neglect, you know, if social services found out that, you know, 
They keep him in the cupboard under the stairs. They punish him by not feeding him. Take him away instantly, don't they? Um, they would, yeah. yeah. Take him away instantly. Yeah. Um, playing devil's advocate, right? Yes. So the Dursleys have got a letter that says, um, your, your sister yeah. and her husband yeah. were murdered... Yeah. By the most dangerous man on planet Earth, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Harry, your nephew, narrowly escaped, right? Yeah. So they got that letter, and let's say they thought to themselves, we need to do our best to keep him out of that world. Yeah. Because that, that's a good threat that he's going to be murdered. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because what if this person wants to finish the job? So they thought, let's, let's you know, let's have a boy who's not a wizard, whatever. Yeah. So they thought... Like he says, we thought we could squash it out of him. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you think the the method was wrong? I definitely, I see where you're coming from. But I think I'm trying also, to justify it too much. Maybe. <laughs> but also, if I'd had a letter saying the most evil wizard that's ever existed has murdered Harry's parents, mm-hmm. tried to murder Harry, but Harry has made this wizard lose his power. I don't think it said that. They don't know why, did they? But they might do, I a don't mother's, know. A mother's love. But also... A, a spell it couldn't break. <laughs> a mother's love. No, I think that's bollocks. How's that? <laughs> so you're telling me... Right, can I just have an... I'm going to argue with Dumbledore there. Mm. So you're telling me... all the Ooh, me? The millions of other kids that Voldemort killed and the people he killed, their mothers didn't love them, did they? None of their mothers had love for those children. Ah, alas, earwax. (laughs) But do you know what I mean? It's like, it's a real, I think that's an insult to all the other witches and wizards that have died, claiming that, I don't know, their mother didn't love them or... Yes, but Lily Potter and her green eyes loved Harry more than anyone could know. Only... Severus Snape <laughs> could love a person more than Lily Potter loved her son, Harry. You're insane, old man. <laughs> what are you talking about? Ah, alas, Hagrid's bum. <laughs> <laughs> but wouldn't you be scared of Voldemort coming to your house? If that baby had been dumped and they were like... Uh, the most evil wizard in history has attempted to murder this baby. Maybe, though, maybe though they don't take it as seriously as that, because if they think wizards are just weirdos in cloaks doing magic tricks, yeah, like he says, I didn't, some, what, what is, how does he describe him in uh, that chapter? Some... Crackpot old fool teaching magic tricks. Crackpot old fool teaching magic tricks. If you generally think it's an old bloke with a beard going, look, look, I'm turning water into rum, you'd be like, he can do without that. You know? <laughs> You really think, like... But they must know what magic... They know, They must know what magic is. They're not thinking, oh, all this stuff they do is, like, finding the Ace of Hearts in a deck. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to be doing... <laughs> now, you chose that card, didn't you? You chose it. I didn't make you pick that one. A boarding school for that. Yeah, look, is that the card you signed? <laughs> You know, I think I think they're fully aware of what magic is, especially if Harry's doing like these crazy things. Yeah. Um, one more thing I wanted to mention was uh, what I love about any time uh, a wizarding person's mentioned. Yeah. They're dressed always in one colour. Yeah. It's like a woman dressed head to toe in green winked at him on the bus. You know, waved at him. Yeah. A man in all violet. It's like what? <laughs> what are these basic colours they're dressing in? They're just monochrome. You have to have the same colour. Right. Yes. The vanishing glass. Yeah. How many spiders on socks are you giving it out of five? Spiders on socks. Yeah. Um. Harry has spiders on his socks. I'm going to give this one. I'm going to... I think last week's chapter was four and a half. I'm going to actually give this three and a half. Oh, he's cruel. Yeah. Not as exciting. Not as much going on. There is a bit of plot development. Um, but I feel like... I'm not, I wasn't as pumped or excited about what Harry's getting up to in this uh, in this chapter. I loved it. I'm giving it four spiders on socks. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you loved I it. I thought it was great. Um, it showed Harry, like, they gave you a lot of, like, 
a bit of an overview of what it's like, how fun it was, all the silly things that have been happening to him, jumping on chimneys, people winking at him. Yeah. Uh, Dudley, you know, made his appearance, being a right little brat. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I thought, and then the snake, thanks, amigo. <laughs> yeah, that brought it up for <laughs> that you, was that was a little bit. cartoon. That was a fun chapter. I'm giving it four. Right, now... Yep. Time for uh, my new segment, Quiz. Quiz, quizzy key, quiz, quizzy key, quiz, quiz, quiz crew. Got to ask you some questions, how well will you do? Quiz, quizzy key, quiz, quizzy key, quiz, quiz, quiz crew. Going to ask you about Harry Potter, Lucas, how well will you do? I'll blow you a kiss. <laughs> okay. I only got three last week, so I want to improve on my score. That's my right. target. So, to get you to, to be in for a kiss, you need to get five out of five. Yeah, okay. But it's two Where kiss- will the kiss be? That's my question. Oh, you have to see. Right, question number one. Yeah. What is Dudley's friend's Pierce's surname? It is Piers Polkis. One point. Thank you. Oh, my God, how exciting. Right. Can you name five of Dudley's presents? Yes, I can. He gets <laughs> a... A cine camera, whatever that is. He gets uh, he gets sixteen computer games. Oh my god! Um, he gets a video recorder. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> he up. gets this is like the generation game. He gets a bike. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Um, oh, and I need one more. He gets a bike. What else does he get? Um, Oh, no. How many more are on your list? One more. Oh, is there only one more? Yeah. There's, there's only five. There's only five. Right, he gets a uh, diddly diddly do. Oh, and I think he gets uh, another TV. He gets a second TV. Is that right? I don't remember that. Do you remember reading that? Oh, I thought he got a second TV. Let me look in my notes. He gets... He gets an aeroplane. Uh, and a gold wristwatch. Right, I'll give you that. All right, I'll give you that. You. That's thank two you. out of two. Okay, that's good. Right. Name yeah. four of Mrs. Fig's cats. No! <laughs> right, there was one called Tufty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is so much harder than last week. <laughs> yeah, I knew you'd be revising. Name five of these four of these. <laughs> one was called Tufty. Did uh, you think these would come up? No, I didn't think this would come up. Uh, I think there's one called like Mr. Skibbles, but I might I'll be give wrong. you that. It's Tibbles, Mr. Tibbles. Uh, there might be one called Fluffy. No, no, I'm giving up. I'm I'm not confident on right, that. We'll come back to that one at the end. Okay. You're still in the chance. Yeah. Um, question four. Yeah. What is the difference between the gorilla and Dudley? The gorilla is not blonde. Oh my god. Yeah, the gorilla's not blonde. Right, and number five. Yeah. What did the jumper that Aunt Petunia tried to put over Harry's head look like? Oh, it was... Brown with orange bubbles. Oh, my God! (laughs) Right, so that's... You're so amazed at that. That's four. I was convinced the question you were going to ask me was, where's Yvonne going on holiday? And it was me, okay. (laughs) Um, Right, so can you name two more of Mrs. Fig's cards? Tufty, Mr. Tibbles... Honestly, I've no idea. Ah, yeah. Then I'm sorry, Lucas. Ah. The kiss rolls over okay. for a second week. What were the cats called? Um, the cats were called... Tibbles, Snowy, Mr. Paws and Tufty. Ah! Very good. Um, and that was quiz. Quiz, quizzy quiz, quizzy quiz, 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 crew. Gonna ask you some questions, how well will you do? Quiz, quizzy quiz, quizzy quiz, 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 crew. I'm gonna ask you about Harry Potter, Lucas, how well will you do? He'll blow me a kiss. And I'll blow one too. Thank you for listening to this week's Pottervision podcast. We have been Lucas Kirkby. And I've been Tom Lawrenson. We've been Pottervision. And we will see you next time for Chapter 3, The Letters 
from no one. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye now. Ta-ta for now. Bye-bye, everyone. Go on. Goodbye, everybody. Go on, get your coat. Get out. Yeah, don't forget your shoes. I'm tired now. Is that dog moat you walked in? I'll be cleaning that then, will I? Yeah. Dirty. No, I don't mind. I'm a dog owner. This has been the Potter Vision podcast. The music was by Jack Evans. Any questions, comments or feedback can be directed to pottervision.com. Please help us grow the show. Like, subscribe, give us five stars and tell your friends or your friends. You know the ones, the ones who like Harry Potter. Tell them. Cheers.